And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mary. How you doing? What's up, everybody? And this week we are covering more of Season 8 of The Office with Episodes 19 and 20, Get the Girl, and Welcome Party. However, before we start this week's episodes, Bear, why don't you let everybody know what we talked about last week? Absolutely. So guys, first and foremost, Happy New Year! <laughs> um, happy Monday. Let's start off this year pretty uh, pretty good, yeah. let's hope. Better than the last. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, so guys, last week we talked about episode 17, Test the Store, where basically we finally got the opening of the Saber uh, store. Yeah. Um... You know, a lot of bullshit happened. <laughs> we totally disregarded Jim and Kathy, like Kathy, like trying to seduce Jim. Oh yeah, that Jim. whole thing went. Yeah. That's gone. Um, Ryan ditches on a presentation and makes Jim do it, and Aaron finds an old lady that yeah. she's gonna hang and out. Packer with. Packer gets fired. Oh yeah, Packer gets. No, that's uh, not until last day in Florida. Oh okay. Which is the next episode, episode gotcha. eighteen, last day in Florida. So basically. Jim finds out that Robert California is going to kill the Sabre store and that Dwight's going to end up getting fired because he's named VP of the Sabre retail. Yeah. Um, so then we have, a, which I thought was actually a really good, like, physical fight oh, yeah, between yeah. Dwight and Jim. I thought it was really funny. Um, and, yeah. That's so That's pretty much it. So Packer ends up taking Dwight's plates because he's fighting with Jim. And um, Packer gets fired. Oh, also. Oh, yeah, the cookies. Yes. The Girl Scout cookies. Yes. So Toby and Daryl are both vying for Kevin's cookie order because cookie he was going to order 100 boxes of Girl Scout <laughs> cookies this year because he was feeling particularly hungry this year. <laughs> um, and he made them do, like, random shit for him. They made him sing, like... Um, Hello, Michigan, my honey. Yeah, Hello, Mich- my baby. Hello, Michi- my ragtime gal. Michigan J. Frog. Yes. Um, he wanted to ride one of them like a pony to the kitchen, <laughs> and that's where they drew they drew the line, and they refused to sell to him. So, like a crackhead that he is, Kevin kissed Meredith and did everything he could to get those cookies. Good stuff. Yep. <clears throat> um, and that's catching you up on that. And now Kevin's gonna take it away with season eight, episode nineteen. Get the girl. And the cold open opens up with uh, Pam getting a call and getting very exciting and telling everybody about the balloon. Mm-hmm. So they go down to the warehouse and a happy birthday balloon is falling slowly from the ceiling. Ever so gracefully. Yeah. And everybody, you know, it's a big deal. It's been stuck up there for as long as they can remember. And mm-hmm. as it's following, following, falling, falling, they're all in a circle watching it, and they're like, Oscars. Yeah, like when that was up, when that went up there, I was still with Gil. We were happy. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin says he had longer hair and he had bangs. That hair could... like Rapunzel. Yeah. Just remembered pushing those silky bangs out of his face. Meredith's kid did not have a face tattoo. <laughs> Daryl was thinking about going back to school. It was like all this sad shit. Yeah. And they're like, "Thanks, Pam, for bringing it all up." <laughs> and then we see it's on the balloon is on the ground, and Daryl is driving the forklift. To smash the balloon and pop it. And they're all like, yeah! Kill the balloon. But it, it really does show, like, how, like, like things that look so stupid can really, like... Affect you. Affect people in the long run. You get like, pers- perspective. Yeah. And that, well, it reminded me of the Bartman ball. Are you familiar with the name Steve Bartman? Mm-mm. All right. So in 2003, the Cubs, who had yet to win a World Series since 1908 at that time. Oh, yeah. He was the fan, the foul ball, and the guy tried to catch it, and he was the fan who got in the way. 
And there were like death threats against him and that because the Cubs ended oh, up. Oh, because the kid or something. No, no, he wasn't a kid. No, no, you're thinking oh, of the Yankees the, in 96. Oh, he reached over the yeah. fence and he. He was like picked... wearing a sweater and headphones and shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the Cubs fans like turned on him because yeah. they blew the series. They had a 3 1 lead in the series and blew yep. it. And it so happens that somebody had that ball. Somebody bought it for like $100,000 and they. In, in public, they had like a, they blew it up. Oh my and god! And everybody's like, "Yeah, the curse is dead!" And shit, because Chicago fans are dumbasses. Yeah, and they're idiots and they're jackasses. Well, didn't they make it to? They won the a World, World Series, Series a few years ago, and it was like um, Back to the Future time frame or some shit like that. I don't know about the Back to the Future shit, but it never should have happened. Because again, they were down three <laughs> one. Like the Cleveland Indians. Fuck them. They blew it. I want to see Chicago unhappy at all times. <laughs> the only good thing to ever come out of Chicago are John Hughes movies, like Home Alone oh, and yeah. Christmas Vacation. That's it. I really... Uh, sorry to anybody... And Jay Cutler. Who's... I love you, Jay Cutler. <laughs> you are a, a shining gym. Yes, cut six. But other than that, fuck Chicago. I'm and not a fan of the deep dish pizza. It's a casserole. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Our brother fought with us on this one. Like, who? Da- really? Uh, deep? Yeah. Not, deep? not us. <laughs> not us. Not us. Why? He likes it? Well, well he's, look this at was him. also the conversation when they were like, we were, okay, guys, so as a family, we discuss food a lot. Like, it all comes back to that's food. That's an understatement. No matter what, it's just like, how are you going to eat it? How are you going to prepare it? So, what does it taste like? So we had a debate on whether or not open-faced turkey sandwiches should be under the sandwich yes, section of a sandwich. menu. It is a sandwich. And we said yes, and then they tried to say, well, what's a deep dish pizza? And I go, that's a casserole. That's not that's a pizza. Not a pizza. No. You can't hold it in your hand. It's kind of like a bowl, almost. Like, yeah. You know how like, people just throw shit in bowls but he, now? But our other brother said that it is, in fact, a pizza, just because... Because it has a crust. Because he was mad that we said an open-faced turkey sandwich was a sandwich. Well, he he takes his food very seriously. He does. If you know him, he <laughs> takes it very seriously. He's but not yeah. even in the food industry, <laughs> but he takes food very seriously. So, the show proper opens, and Jim and Pam arrive, and they have an extra, like, McGriddle or something. And as Jim holds it up, Nelly from Florida shows up and takes it out of his hand and starts talking all British and shit and being annoying and just horrible. Read my first note on this episode. Fuck Nelly in big bold letters you have written there, and I could in not agree all caps. more. And she like trout, she shits on. Look, so is this a J- King James pie? <laughs> she shits on the Harry Houdini Museum, which is a uh, you know part of Scranton. Yeah, that's we our were, history, man. <laughs> we have well Harry Houdini. He's is, not from here. He has nothing to but do. But we with, have a museum here. Yeah, he has nothing to do with Scranton, but he, we have the Harry Houdini <laughs> Museum, and uh, she's here to work. So Toby goes, oh, Robert told me you'd be here. I'm Tony. And Pam's like, Tony? And he's like, I misspoke. I hope no one would see it. Put those big fucking glasses yeah. on again. And she's just like, you messed up your name? Because <laughs> I think Toby has a thing for redheads. You think? Yeah. So um, she takes Andy's office, basically, is what it comes down to. Because that's an open seat and she's going to take it. Erin uh, is in Florida. She is a living maid for that older lady and her grandson. Irene. And why is she standing in front of a green screen? When Dude, she, I have They no literally idea. filmed her in front of the house. It's waving it's... to the paperboy, and then her fucking talking head is in front of... Now, this it was screen... worse than the one with was... Michael. Yes, this green screen. And if you remember, when we talked about the one with Michael, I said, there is one that's worse. This is like... Yeah, it's like public this is access. Like, like... This is like spoken about in the office, like, in the, groups. The groups? People say, like, why? this is the worst they've ever... And this is when the show had the most fucking money. I was going to say, it's like... like it's eighth season, it's got funding, it's got yeah. ads. Like, And it's the worst green screen. Poor Ellie Kemper. I just... 
Like I like idiot. her in other things, but Jesus, this is not her thing. It's just this is not a good character. It just reminded me of like the old Saturday morning wrestling shows when like I'm Vince McMahon <laughs> and Jerry Lawler, and they're obviously in front of a green screen. Yeah, like there's not fans out on 10 a.m. on a Saturday no. morning. Like no. it looked bad. Yeah, it looked like 90s level. Obviously. It like it takes you out of the episode. <laughs> it does because it's so bad. Yeah, it gross. Anyway, uh, yeah, so she's there. Whatever, Robert goes into Nellie's office and she just pretty much tells him she's the manager. Yeah. Robert goes out, he calls Andy, who is shaving in the ocean, we see, because he drove 200 miles down to the ocean past Tallahassee. He, has, he said Tallahassee is 200 miles inland. Yeah. I Is that true? Because it's I, on the panhandle. It, it feels like the panhandle, sure. everything on the panhandle is like 50 miles from the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, anyway. I'll, I'll look it up while you go yeah. over. But anyway, he... Tells Robert he's sick or whatever, and Robert pretty much doesn't want to do anything. He's like, it'll settle itself, and he just lets it go. Uh, Irene and her grandson find a box outside, and it's got, like, hearts on it and shit, and they call Aaron, and Aaron comes out, and Andy pops out of it like a jack-in-the-box, or more like a jackass in a box. Yep. Uh, he tells he tells her, like, why he's there, uh, but she doesn't want to go back. He's there to bring her back to Scranton. Go ahead, you got it? What? False. Tallahassee is 25 miles inland. Okay, that's what I thought. Like, the, just when he said that, I don't know if he it meant... It seemed extreme. 200 miles up the coast, maybe? Yeah. But, yeah. It seemed extreme when he said 200 miles. Yeah, I was going to say, Florida, everything's like 20 minutes from yeah. the coast. But anyway... Um, it's not that well, maybe wide not 20 of a minutes. state. Because I remember there was a guy I knew who wanted to... He was going to Disney, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to propose. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, how are you going to do it? He's like, well, one night we're going to go out to the beach. I was like, you're in Orlando. <laughs> that's like that's central. Not, yeah, I'm like, that's not on the... That's central Florida. I felt bad for him because I put a total... I totally popped his balloon there. Well, yeah, but it would have popped his day if he spent money on a Disney ticket and then spent two hours driving to the ocean. I was going to say, they would just drive to the ocean. Like, <laughs> God damn it, I'm fucking putting this ring up. Just so, do it in front of Cinderella's castle like every other just, schmuck just, in Disney. Just drive to Tampa, do it on the West Coast. The sun will probably be out later. <laughs> Maybe so. Hulk Hogan will be there. Yo, dude, welcome to my beach shop, brother. <laughs> That's the greatest thing ever. Uh, so anyway, um, Irene and her grandson find the box. She, she's not going back. Andy's disappointed, whatever. Uh, now in the conference room, Nellie is holding a what is going on meeting. Oh, wait, but did you see how the grandson reacted, though, when the box opened? No. He was like... Oh, did he get self He did, like, a kung fu pose. I did not notice. This guy is, like, low-key in this episode. He's he, only in, like, two scenes. He's only in, like, two or three scenes, but honestly... As pathetic as this is going to sound, he's the best part of the fucking episode. We're going to have a lot to say at the end of this one. So, um, there's this conference room meeting, whatever, and she refers to Kevin as Chumbo. She says she's the new manager. They ask California, who's sitting in on the meeting, and all he says is, it's interesting. Uh, She's going to do performance reviews, just based on first impressions. To get to know them. Yeah. So, uh, back in Florida, Irene asks about Jessica to Andy. And we find out Andy hasn't broken up with her. He just came down to get Aaron as soon as, soon as he heard she was here. Uh, Jim and Pam can't get a hold of Andy. Uh, but then we see Andy exercising with Irene on a bed doing, like, leg lifts. But Aaron's in there, and the grandson is watching TV on the bed with them. <laughs> it's very strange. Um, so the phone rings, and the guy answers at the grandson as proctology. Proctology. And it's Jim... And Jim finds out he's in Florida, but tells him that Nellie's there to take his job, and Andy's not coming until he gets Aaron to come with him. Yep. And that's when Jim's just trying to get everybody together, like, don't do the performance reviews, like, yep. 
Why why would you trust this woman? She doesn't know who you are. Like, don't give her power. Mm-hmm. She's not really the manager. And she comes out and basically tells Phyllis to come in. She says she's not comfortable. And then she asks Dwight to stand up, who says that he, she should be in prison forever. Or something. <laughs> and she gives Dwight a 6% raise. And Jim Root says under his breath, the raise isn't real. To which Dwight responds, money isn't real since we got off the gold standard. <laughs> and uh, that's not false. Yeah. It's paper that you put faith in, essentially, at this point. Yeah. So I Which hope that makes everybody sad. Yep. <laughs> Just like this episode did. Yeah, I know. This episode's horrible. Uh, Phyllis then goes in, and Jim and Pam are just miffed about it. Whatever. Uh, Jim goes to Robert, tells him that Nellie's giving out raises, and he doesn't seem bothered by it. He says that Andy didn't come in. She took charge. And, like, it's it's Darwinism. Charles Darwin picks the leaders. Like, survival mm. of the fittest. This is awful. <laughs> like, this Dude, whole episode's awful. Not even Robert California is saving this Well, because he does nothing in this episode. There's yeah. no funniness in it. Like, so None. then Nellie gives Kelly a raise. Jim is still trying to get everyone on his side. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Dwight claims Daryl's office. You know, Nellie's rules. He's just going to go in and take it. So Daryl forcibly removes him. But then he finds Creed at his desk. He says, you touch me, I sue you. <laughs> Which is probably the only funny touch moment. Aside from sue. the balloon, this is the only funny moment. Yeah, just touch me and I'll sue. Uh, Andy goes to, or Aaron goes out to Andy. And she says that she's sick and tired of his rejection. And they're not meant to be. And Andy says, I'm sorry, Dude. we never loved each other at the same time. And they have a sad hug and he walks away. No. That's it. Well, as she walks back in the house, we also see the grandson shirtless on the roof smoking a butt. <laughs> yeah, no, we do. <laughs> Which is But fun. Aaron says... You don't know what it's like to watch you date somebody else and be in love with you. I'm sorry. Did Aaron just completely fucking forget that she boned Gabe and like <laughs> boned told is a Andy, good boned yeah. is a good phrase. What's coming yeah. up? <laughs> and told Andy like I'm with Gabe or I just need to be by myself for a little while. Yeah. Fucked Gabe for like six months when Andy said that she, he wanted her. She's like, but I'm with Gabe. Well, then she says, like, you broke my heart more and more recently. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> it's horrible. This, this whole episode whole is hor- horrible writing. Fuck this whole thing. I, I just want to get through this one so bad. Uh, so Nellie is with Pam. And Nellie like, goes to this whole thing like, you're the mother of two children. A working you're breastfeeding. Mom. You're up every night. You need a nap. Yeah. And she basically t- gives Pam a blanket and a pillow and tells her to take a nap on the floor. And when you wake up, you'll make more money. And Pam says, I think you're a witch. And Nellie goes, I think you're amazing. And shuts off the light and Pam takes a nap. You sound really Australian there. Like, oh, amazing. I think you Toy made kangaroo dawn. Yeah. Anyway. I think you're amazing. It's fucking horrible. Uh, Irene tells Aaron to go with Andy. He's a good guy willing to lose his job for her. In and this she, economy. Yeah. With Europe on the brink. <laughs> and then uh, they're going to they're be okay for money because her, hus- or her grandson. grandson is suing Home Depot because he got his foreskin <laughs> stuck in lawn furniture. <laughs> Which is just gruesome. Uh, Nellie calls in Jim. He won't go in. She goes through this whole thing about being Tinkerbell and granting wishes or some shit. And everybody starts clapping for her. And California just walks out and starts clapping for her. Tinkerbell dies if not everybody believes in her. Yeah. And then Andy is leaving. He's driving away. I do love Meredith's like, come on, Jim. I already spent the money. And he's like, ow. (laughs) Andy is leaving. Aaron runs out. Uh, she says, I love you, and she stops the wrong Prius, but then she gets to his, and they kiss. Passionately. And they leave together. Uh, Nellie is going through the office at the end of the day, alone. She's, like, taking shit off people's desks and cleaning up. And she says, oh, it's the American dream. Anything can happen to anyone. It's completely random. And that's the end of this episode. Thank Fuck this God. episode. This episode is trash. I wanted to get through it as fast as possible because there's no redeeming qualities. 
Um, I'm going to tell you my score right now. I gave it half of one star. Oh my God. Because this was absolute garbage. Oh, and that half, that half star is a combination of Cold Open and Grandson, who had one line in the show. Proctology. So, uh, this was just dreadful. There is nothing... First of all, even within the, the confines of this absurdist show... There is nothing in here that makes sense. You did miss one Robert California line that was The good. sex stuff. Do you want the sexual metaphor or the nature metaphor? Yeah, and then the nature metaphor is just about animals having sex. Yeah. yeah. But even that was just like meandering and like it wasn't, like it was just, Yeah, whatever. they're really, I mean, I gave it a 2.1, like. Oh, it, God. It's kind of like an E for effort No, this is thing. half of a star. This isn't even one star. I said, this, this is This is my absolute least favorite episode uh, of at least the last four seasons. Because right, I know I gave one a let's, one. Let's talk about this. Uh, um, oh, I'm not finished. Oh, oh you got more? Um, <laughs> this is an absolute abortion of comedy <laughs> and just straight. Boo! <laughs> That's all you can say. It's, it's awful. That's literally my notes. Okay. That's what I've written in my notes. So, question. As Answer. someone who's a fan of the show and seen this series many mm-hmm. times, you knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. So... I was not excited Was it for this worse week. than before? Is this one you've always hated and put at the bottom? This- it's one that, like... I kind of put on and I'll have it on in the background where mm-hmm. I really am not paying attention to it. Having to sit and, like, critique and write notes about it was... I mean, it took me, like, two hours to get through it because I would, like, pause it and then, like, go into something. Because you're just not into it, yeah. Yeah. I just... Aaron and Andy, it's fucking done. Like, I'm fucking (laughs) over it. I know. The sad part is that's the best part of this episode. Over it. It's... How do I put this? Okay. So I put this episode on not knowing what's happening. I Ugh, see Get I'm the Girl. So sorry. And I know at the end of the last episode, Andy's like, I'm going to Florida. So I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. As soon as Jim held up the McGriddle or whatever, and she took it out of his hand and showed up, by the time she got to the Harry Houdini uh, monologue, yeah. do you know what went through my mind? Fuck. This is the shark jump. Yeah. This is the jump the shark moment for this show, where this woman comes in and she's just... She sucks the life out of it. And you know what? I feel like she's going to be somebody in five years. Mark my words. In five years, Office fans are going to need something new to talk about. And they're going to be like, well, Nellie wasn't that bad. It's like every, you know, it's like 10 years after every president when they're out of office and everybody's like, oh, George W. Bush was okay. Like, He's friends with Michelle Obama. Yeah. Now. It's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. no, like they're fucking awful. Just like, no, say Nellie is, Nellie is probably one of the most hated characters. Like there's some people who stand Nellie. They do. They, they, they must be British. Enjoy it. They must be British. Not go to the dentist. Have jug ears and eat stomachs. Fuck them. <laughs> Thank God. Because this is trash. This is garbage. I yeah, just... she's probably one of the worst characters, and it's just the way that she delivers the lines. Like her delivery is awful. Her lines. It's like Michael when that he they forced him to do these like completely awkward lines, mm-hmm. and it's like it wasn't funny with Michael. It's not funny with a British accent. I know, like, the British have their own brand of humor. And I get it. It doesn't translate sometimes. Well, it doesn't translate on this show. This, yeah. This, it doesn't work here. Like, but Which is funny, because The Office was originally a UK yeah, show. Yeah, you know, maybe she'd fit better on the UK show. Maybe. Probably. I don't know but, if they jumped the shark like, that hard. I, I like there. British comedy. I get it. Yeah. I watch Blackadder. <laughs> like, <laughs> I watch Monty Python. Like, I get it. It's yeah. different. But, like, this is trash. It's just, just not good. No. It, guys. And, I mean... Feel free if there's somebody out oh, there come, who yeah, stands come on, Nelly. Come on, tell us about it. Please let us know because I want to start 2021 with an ass ripping of whoever's <laughs> going to defend Nelly and tell you you're a fucking idiot. Because this, 
I mean, this, I, is, this is only her first episode here because yeah. I'm assuming she stays. This I mean, she's in the next painful. four that I watched, so yeah. uh, I'm it, not a fan. It was a rough week this week, guys. Yeah. It really, really this, was. As soon as she showed up, though, I just go, this is the moment. Because season eight was okay. It was moving along. Yeah. I feel like that Florida trip was like the last gasp of what The Office was. Cause especially after watching these next few. And Robert California was so awesome as a character. And then this week, it was just like they... Once they introduced Nellie, it's like they took the wind out of his sails to try to blow up her balloon, but it had a hole in it. Yeah, all of a sudden he became this agent of chaos, where he's like, yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, fuck, no, nah, I'm done, fuck. They man. took the wind from his sails, tried to put it into her hot air balloon, and there was a fucking hole in it. It just Big didn't hole. work. Yeah, it's garbage. It just didn't work. All right, I'm done talking about this. Yeah. Um, Guys, so-, so you can find us on Twitter. If you do disagree with us about Nellie, <laughs> find us on Twitter at Bros's Podcast or via email if you have a lot to say. Via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kev, where can they find the cast other than where they're listening to it? You can find the cast on any podcatcher app that you listen to. So I'm so pissed off. I'm so pissed <laughs> off. So you can find us on Anchor, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. You can find, find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed, where you can find us as well as other great shows such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. I suggest you go and subscribe today to the Ginny Position podcast feed. You'll thank us later. Mm-hmm. And I think that brings us up to episode, was it, 20? Yep, episode 20. Welcome party. Let's get this over with, guys. Sorry, it's going to be a <laughs> short episode this week. Is it really? Um, so our cold open, there's basically Stanley got a tonsillectomy and they have a card. Phyllis made a mustache joke. And uh, now there's a debate whether or not Stanley has a mustache. So everybody's trying to picture this man who's worked there for like 25 years. <laughs> and Pam, like, dr- the fastest drawing ever of she, Pam. She drew Carl Winslow. She drew two. <laughs> I swear to God, the one is Reginald Bell Johnson. Oh my God, I shit you stop not. Stop it. it. She is. drew two Carl Winslows, one's with uh, <laughs> one mustache with- and one without. <laughs> and. Stanley comes in. He does have a mustache. My Yay. favorite is Gabe. Right? Gabe in this scene. Because he's like, oh my god, the elevator's here. What if that's Stanley? <laughs> and he walks in with his hands over yes. Stanley's head. Stanley does nothing. He just keeps walking. And Gabe's like, whoa. He unveils it. He's so happy. He's hilarious. So now Robert California arrives. And he seems a bit perturbed that Aaron's in Florida. There's nobody here. Pam's not working. She's listening to Drake featuring Swizz Beats. <laughs> and he tells everybody that they should be warm when they get to work every morning. Yeah. Then Nellie arrives. She's late. She explains that she hits news seven times and it's nine minutes apiece, so she must have an iPhone. Um, Robert California is um, heavily suggestive of lack of willpower on yeah. Nellie's part. Yeah. And... Nellie's like, oh no, it's just no willpower. Ho 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 ho. And then he he's like, no, you're stressing about something else. And she admits that a bunch of her shit finally got shipped from Florida and the UK, and she's trying to move in. Yep. So uh, then she has this monologue, <laughs> guys, yeah. which is so reminiscent of Michael Scott. Yeah. Of everything Michael Scott would say, and she's like, oh, I'm moving into this new apartment. And no offense, but are there a lot of Irish around? <laughs> and they're like, yes. And she goes, ugh, I hate that. No offense. And then Oscar goes, now guys, um, 
It is a very heavily populated Irish oh, area. Oh, Scranton area. There's yeah. A lot of, yeah. It's a lot of, like, well, there's, like, all kinds of ethnic it, yeah, like, things Polish, going on. Yeah, it's Polish, Russian, Irish, but, like, we have the, what, it, third biggest St. Patrick's Oh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade is a big deal. Yeah. yeah there is a big Irish. We've touched on that before. Yeah, there's a big Irish contingent. Yeah. But, um, so then Oscar's like, it's very offensive what you're saying now. And Nellie goes, I caramba. <laughs> and then, uh, she goes, the natives are getting restless. Stanley goes, who's native? <laughs> and then she says, keep it on the basketball court. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> it was a very Michael Scottish. Yeah. I'm like, did they just like, did they reuse Michael Scott lines here? <laughs> and, um, she tries to like backpedal out of it. So then. Do you get the sense that the like, California's fucking her? Um, I think he wants to, oh. and she's like heavily. Because um, I know there's what's the word I'm looking for. She's like encouraging it, yeah. but she doesn't actually want to. Because the thing is, like I remember in the Florida the last mm-hmm. day, like, he was trying to help, help her, her putt, and she was like, Ear, you "Yeah, know? I think that she's using that to her advantage and is encouraging it, but, but doing everything uh, in her power to get out of it." Another thing is in the last episode when. Oh yeah, Jim goes Robert in- said. Well, Robert says Nellie the the and uh, never mind. That's this episode. No, 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 not that. It was about okay. So when Jim went in to talk to California, mm-hmm. he goes, "Well, she's the best friend of Joe Bennett, my boss." I thought he took her job. Wasn't that a whole thing? And like he's the CEO, but she's still like the founder and president. Okay, I, I didn't. Like, it sounded like she sold the company to him. No, no, she just gave him her job. Gotcha. Okay. She's still like the head. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So then Robert says, oh, Jim and Dwight, you should help her to move in. And then the rest of you should throw a welcome party for Nellie. Yeah. So then Jim and Pam have, like, two separate talking heads where they're both like, what the fuck? They're put out, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, really pissed. Jim's like, let's use business hours to move somebody's personal items. And then Pam's like, let's welcome somebody nobody wants here. Like, <laughs> they're, they're really bitchy. They are yeah. really bitchy. Yeah. And I'm surprised because usually Jim, like, he's like a duck. He yeah. lets everything roll off his back. He's only been frazzled one other time. And he, you know how he hates to use the word frazzled. frazzled. Yeah. <laughs> so now, well, Andy and Aaron... Traveling back to Scranton. Uh. <laughs> they have matching Savannah t-shirts, so they obviously stopped in Georgia. Uh, they're stopping, and they explain that they're stopping in southern Pennsylvania uh, to Jessica's cabin, parents' cabin, and he's going to break up with her there. Yep. And apparently Aaron has a rule after their intersection makeout, no kisses until he breaks up with Jessica. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Because going after somebody's man... For the last year, probably was right to do right, Aaron. <laughs> um, so then we see Oscar, Pam, Angela, and Phyllis in the break room, and they're all discussing this party. And Phyllis suggests to purposely throw a bad party mm. just because they're being forced into it. Yep. And that it's going to be in the break room. They're going to order carrot cake. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> um, and then Andy and Aaron, they're practicing the breakup speech. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dwight and Jim are now at Nellie's apartment. And <laughs> moving boxes or yeah, hauling the, cubes, hauling cubes. But, um, let's see. Uh, Nellie's freaking out at the oh, so Dwight's like, oh, just wait until you see the great Shrutini work his magic. And she's like, no, no, magicians, fuck magicians. Yeah, pretty they're much. disgusting and toxic. <laughs> and that's when Je- or Pam like calls cats Je- or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's when, um, Pam calls Jim to tell her him the plan of throwing a really bad party. 
And uh, he's like, oh, me and J- me and Dwight are just hauling cube. Hauling cube! <laughs> Rock and roll! And um, that's when he's like, oh, you're going to throw a bad party? Hire a magician. Yeah. Just do it. So now we're at Jess's pa- uh, parents' cabin in Southern, Cali- or Sa- Southern Pennsylvania. Whoa! SoCal. And um, we learn that basically it's not just Jessica there. All of her friends are there for a friend's bachelorette party, and they've all been day drinking. Yep. Yeah. That's a nasty, nasty uh, yeah, mix there. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So now Dwight is basically <laughs> he picks up the king's sheet set and he goes, "I wonder if uh, in the UK king size sheets are called presidential sheets." <laughs> then he muses about how he should have a Twitter account, <laughs> and it just reminded me of like before you had Twitter. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, that would be something Kevin would say. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So then they find a box that says, "Nelly, do not open, stupid. Love, Nelly." <laughs> so Dwight thinks he goes, "I gotta see these shoes." Thinking that they're shoes, but they're actually photos of her with a man. They're traveling, they're kissing, and then there's one with his face scratched out. Yep. Nellie finds them, and they're like, oh, sorry. Oh, we're... She's not even mad. They're no. They're her personal She's effects. just like, oh, you found Benjamin. That's what I call my box of Henry. So, basically, yeah. we find out that that's her ex-boyfriend. Um, they owned a flat together, and that one day he ran off with a waitress from their favorite restaurant, and that they were together for 10 years. Yep. So, basically, she couldn't afford their flat by herself, so she had to sell it at a loss and start over with nothing and no one. Okay. This is where they try to humanize Nellie. Yeah. They're trying. After making everybody fucking hate her after, guts. After making her loathe some... I mean, I know that that's the whole point, is you're supposed to have one... Redeeming quality. Well, no, but you're have, you're supposed to have one idea of who they are, and that's how you humanize them by saying, "Oh, they're not really that way." They took it way too far with demonizing her. Then not even demonizing, we're just making her annoying, obnoxious, and horrible. Yeah, pretty much horrible. So yeah, I mean, like Jim's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry," um, and basically she asked that she they keep it to themselves, and then we find out that he was a magician. Yeah. That's why she hates him. Yeah. So now Jim tries to stop Pam, and he's just like, listen, just cancel Magician. Just stop. Like, don't throw a bad party. Mm-hmm. Be nice. But the thing is that nobody else has seen the human side of her, so they're all like, fuck you. We're going to have the fluorescent <laughs> lights flicker till everybody gets sick. <laughs> like, you're either in or out, Pam. Which is it? <laughs> um, so now we're at the bachelor party bachelorette party and the bride is popping balloons with the the names of her ex-boyfriends on them and bitching about what they all did wrong to her because obviously she's a perfect human while andy eats gummy penises yeah and tries (laughs) to get aaron to eat the gummy penises so now the one i think his name was matthew she's like oh he was basically with his ex-girlfriend the entire time we were together (laughs) and that's the one andy tries to stick up for because he wants to fuck aaron um, <laughs> and so then he went over and all of her friends like love him. They're like, sing our dog. Like, well, the, the, at- one, the one who looked big red, I'll call yeah, her. Big red. <laughs> she hugs him and squeezes him. Like- That's what I mean. But like, he's completely accepted as himself. Yeah. By the, this group of people. Yeah, he's and he's it like, all away. <laughs> he's like, I want the moron without a brain over there. That's yeah. what I want. Yep. Um, so then we're back at the office and Pam goes into the break room 
they have a fucking sign that says "Welcome, beautiful Nelly," and it looks like Nelly's about midway through a sneeze. How'd they get that photo? photo? It's amazing. I have no idea. And she's like, "Guys, could you at least try to be subtle about it? What the (laughs) fuck?" So then, um, Daryl suggests using a code name because in the warehouse, when they want to talk about people, they use code names like Andy's Jelly Roll, which not really understanding that one. Mike was Dennis the Menace. I love that one. Me too. And Ryan is douchebag. And they're like, dude, that's not even a code name. It's just an insult. And they're like, you're right. We had everybody to know who was who you were talking about. Um, and then Pam agrees and she's like, oh, what about Mondays? Mondays suck. Everybody hates Mondays. Then Ryan suggests Pam. <laughs> so now they arrive and apparently... Creed is was hired to play only originals. He said, buckle in, everybody. This first one's a half hour long. Um, and so he's, like, excited. He's like, I said, have you ever heard my originals? They are awful. And they said, good. That's, that's I get it. it. It's I, an ironic party yeah. for Nelly. <laughs> so now Andy, he tries to talk to Jessica to break up. And he's just awful at it. He's like, I hope we, I just have to talk to you. And I hope we can still be friends after I'm done. Like, yeah. You just... Oh, oh. I think he meant to give it away. Yeah. Because then he... When she does, like, say something else, he like, oh, you're always turning my words around. Like, yeah. he's trying to make himself still look like the innocent party. Yeah. So now all of her friends start paying attention. And then Jessica goes, yeah, but you told me that Aaron wasn't, mater- like, relationship material. Or that... Or, and that I wasn't... Or that she wasn't as good as me. <laughs> and she's just... And Aaron's just sitting there, like, huh, <laughs> Basically drooling onto the gummy penises. <laughs> And Andy says, he's like, nope, I'm gay. And Jess's friend Kenny goes, I knew it. And he goes, you did not, Kenny. You wanted to go shopping with me. Because I like hanging out with you. You're a cool guy. Yeah, I love that. It's hilarious. So now Jess is like, Andy, we were together. Like, you're not gay. And Andy tries to claim that he was faking it the whole time. And then Jess goes, you know what? It does make sense. Yeah. And it's not so out of the realm of you know, yeah. possibilities. <laughs> And then um, Andy and Aaron leave. So now Robert is toasting to Nelly, and everybody is using the code word Pam to make mean toasts. Like Angela, um, Nelly is great, but I imagine how happy I'd be every day if Pam died. <laughs> yeah. um, Jim tries to save it. And it's using code word Pam, but, like, it's just awful. It's like, you know, maybe we don't know everything t- there is to know about yeah, Pam. Yeah, like, maybe I some, don't know her that well. Maybe some bad stuff happened in her past that really screwed her up or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Creed just begins to chant, we hate Pam. <laughs> we hate Pam. It's so bizarre. <laughs> and then the magician arrives. <laughs> yeah, this guy is so... Do- oh. Hey, everybody. So smarmy. I love oh. him. He kind of looks like a, like a B-level Tom Green or something, you know? <laughs> That beard? He reminds me, okay, um, the not the original, but the 90s version of Escape to Witch Mountain. Okay. With Eric Von Detten, I think, or I something know, like and, that. And, yeah. The guy that has the horseshoe, it's the curly horseshoe hair. Uh, I oh, know. wait, the guy who's the organ grinder in yeah. Batman Returns? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's who he reminds me of. <laughs> Vincent Chevelli, yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He used to be Dorf's partner. Remember Dorf? No. The guy who used to walk on his knees? No. You don't remember Dorf, Dorf does golf? And no. Stuff? Oh, shit. We're going to have to look that up. All right. So now uh, we go back. Aaron and Andy are in the car. It feels weird. Andy's like backpedaling on talking shit about Aaron to Jessica saying like, I had to say it. We were in a relationship. <sighs> and Aaron's just like, oh, I'm tired from seeing that turkey. <laughs> Which, I don't know, it's kind of a funny thing to say. Such an idiot. <laughs> 
So now we're back at the party, and Jim decides to volunteer for the magician's tricks instead of Nellie. But he ruins, like, every trick on purpose. Like, he shuffles the cards. He says what card he picks. He drops all the cards on the floor. <laughs> and um, I just love that Robert's like, why is Jim treating the magician poorly? Yeah, the, the word <laughs> choice is amazing. <laughs> and Nellie, like, she kind of gives, like, an appreciative nod. Like, yeah. thank you, Jim. I know you're taking it. Fuck this guy. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, I worked at a rope factory. And Jim's like, nope, that doesn't exist. <laughs> and then he ties a knot. And Pam goes, once he pulls it, it's going to un- come undone. It's not a real knot. <laughs> he freaks. He breaks. Yeah. He does. Come on. Who's, who's Phyllis? Yeah, I, I run a good, clean show. I love when he calls out Phyllis. <laughs> what the fuck is this? So now Dwight kicks him out. And Robert, I love, he goes, um, I'm so sorry, Nellie. If I knew that Jim and Pam would use this party as an excuse to abuse a magician. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. So then Nellie sticks up for them and is like, no, I don't know if you see what I see. They're great. Da 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 da. This thing. party is great. And then Kevin goes, This is not great. This is carrot cake. <laughs> it has vegetables. <laughs> I don't like it. So now, um, Andy, so Aaron fell asleep, and apparently Andy drove back to the cabin, breaks it, like, goes in, and is just like, oh, By the way, I'm not gay. I'm in love with Aaron. And, like, they. Basically get chased out of the fucking like, why place. Why did you come back? Yeah, like, they're why like, are you here? You've just broken up with the woman. You've been dating for like eight months. Yeah, and, and they chase them out and they're throwing like they're cake throwing at cake. them. And that's when Aaron's like, "Oh, let's make out now in front of the wom- woman you just broke up with and yeah. all of her drunk friends." Somebody said something funny when he gets in his car. Oh God, what the hell was it? It's like I can't believe you're not gay. Or yeah, something yeah, like he that. does. I can't believe you're not gay. And they're like, "You dress horribly." <laughs> yeah. like, nice car. <laughs> hilarious the i can't believe you're not gay yeah. was was a good one <laughs> so now um pam asks <laughs> okay so jim and pam are leaving for the day and hank is sitting at dwight's coffee corner and she's like hey hank remember when i told you to not let the magician up and he's like yep i've got my eye out and he's like <laughs> reading a magazine she's like really because he came and left and he goes and hank he goes a magician, you say? It couldn't have been. You don't think he used met? And they're just like, Let, we just gotta go. Let's just leave. <laughs> Which was a great closing. It was scene. awesome. Like, Hank yeah. actually saved that. <laughs> it was great. What'd you give this episode, dude? Two point six. All right, I gave it a three point three. I said it was obviously way better than the last. Oh, it was one. a much better than the last um, one. Still, like, there's a low bar to clear. But Aaron and Andy are a waste of a storyline. I time, just, I just effort. don't care. I literally said there are ways of a story time, a storyline, time or effort. Nellie's story, like her backstory, was good because yeah. like they did try to humanize her, yeah. and the bad party was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, but like the beautiful Nellie picture. Yeah, like it, it. It was, but it was good because the ensemble helped. Yeah, everybody in throwing did the bad party. Like Oscar wanted to be an asshole. Yeah, and Angela was a bitch. Phyllis, and Phyllis had her mean streak. Yeah, so like I mean, it was okay, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know. <laughs> not enough. I just don't care. Not like, enough to redeem that last one, though. No. Dude. Well, not only did it's not even supposed to redeem it, but like this was just okay. Like yeah. there was nothing that like made me laugh. Like the thing that made me laugh the most, maybe, might have been Holland Cube. That's it. <laughs> like this. I I did like Robert's word choice of uh, yeah the way I, if, if Jim and Pam were abusing a magician, the way he like spoke <laughs> softly but used these like the way his word choice is like it's, key it's, and his delivery it's yeah. amazing. But like I I just don't we got know. the Robert we love back. Yeah, finally. But like 
I don't know, man. It was like, rough. I'm not a fan of Nelly, obviously. I don't think anybody is. So apparently there's a, a cadre of there people is. out there. There's people who stand Nelly. Whatever. But, like, she's whatever. I'm not even going to throw this one at her. But no. Just like the Aaron Andy thing, I don't... I'm done. I don't care! It's been three fucking years. It started at the You end. thought Jim and Pam were hard to watch. Jim and Pam are okay now. I think they got a little sa- sappy and sentimental at times in the first four seasons. But, I mean, you thought that them, like, date going back and forth for two seasons was difficult. Uh, be- because it was... Yeah. But I, it was never this bad because they were, like... That's what I mean. Okay, people. Yeah, like, that's these, what I mean, though. Like, Andy's, they were normal humans. Yeah, Andy's just a dope. Aaron's just yeah. a dope. Like, I don't care. The whole Florida thing was a waste. Like, just... It was basically Stanford. For four episodes, yeah. they went somewhere else. I feel like this wasn't even... I feel like they don't they don't even have a long-term plan anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like they used to have a plan where they're going to get somebody to A to B. And now I feel like they totally lost. They're just throwing shit out of dartboard. Yeah, they, they're off the tracks. They're like, well, they're going to Florida. Let's leave Aaron there. And then Andy will go and get her. And you know, we really like this Catherine Tate lady. Let's just have her on the show. And like, yeah. it's just shit getting blown up now. And I just, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. No, This I... is not doing it for me. I completely agree. Is there with anything you. else you'd like to talk about? No, I want to end this week. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's Sorry, so, guys. It's so short. This is like twenty minutes shorter than the usual. Like literally, I think we're spending more time talking about other things than we did. Like we were able to discuss these episodes in less time than it took to watch them. I don't even want to talk about these shows. Like that's obviously, what... we went off on tangents yeah, about this, food. This is why. Oh God, <laughs> this is what I was worried about with this show. Was that the ending was going to be a fucking meat well, grinder? Well, we still have another season. I know, and this is what I was worried that it was going to get like this, and I, I'm hoping there's like a rays of sunshine that pop up. It's just Nelly, man. It's not even it's her. Nelly no, it's and Andy. Andy. Yeah, Andy and Ellie or Ellie. Not what's her name? Aaron. Aaron. Her real name is Ellie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Fuck it. All right, Mary. All right, tell guys, them where they can find us. You can find us on Twitter at Bros's Podcast. If you disagree with us, please let us know. I need to know your fucking reasoning. <laughs> I need to understand your thought process. Please. So that's, again, Twitter at Brosis Podcast or email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kev, where can they find the cast? You can find us on any podcasting app that you use. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and more. Please look us up and subscribe today. You can also find us on the Jenny Position Podcast feed each and every Monday. If you go on there and subscribe, you'll get other great shows such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Journey Through Infinity, and more. So subscribe today. Uh, that'll do it for this week, everybody. So we'll catch you on down the road. Thanks, guys. She's a plastic